0: You're listening to the Marketing for Health Coaches podcast, where we talk about everything that's going to help you get clients and have a truly successful business and lifestyle. I'm your host, Amy Littman. With over 15 years in the industry, you can count on me to keep it practical and doable. In this episode, I'm going to share why clients hire you. This is an interesting question to ask. And it's also really important to know why clients hire you, because coaches often have misconceptions about why people hire them. I for sure had misconceptions. And that means we might not be doing the things that are actually going to help us get hired by clients. Most coaches think that people hire them because of the information they deliver. Other coaches think they get hired because of the transformation they provide. And some of this is definitely true, but clients really hire you because of you. And this comes up a lot when coaches say to me, but aren't there already a lot of coaches doing X or Y? It's kind of like saying, but aren't there also a lot of coffee shops? And aren't there also a lot of yoga studios? And aren't there a lot of massage therapists? And I could go on and on. The point is that when we choose who we want to work with or what place we want to take a yoga class or get a coffee or whatever, it's because of the something special the special take or energy of that particular place or that person. So when I say clients hire you because of you, one of the huge things that I'm talking about here is that they want your unique take on things. They want to know how you view the situation and how to achieve their wellness goals. They want to get your perspective on how to solve their problem or how to get the result they want. And the other part of why clients hire you is because of your energy We talk about personality, but it's really about the energy you're putting out there. And the more that you can be you, the more that you can be truly yourself, the more that people are going to feel your true energy and the right people will be drawn to that. And I realize this is easier said than done. Getting comfortable being yourself is a process. I don't know about you, but I spent so many years thinking I needed to be like other coaches I knew or who I was following. And this is really common. But what I found is that the more I allowed myself to just be me, the more clients were drawn to me. And it makes sense. People love being around other people who are real. And sometimes that has meant owning my quirks or the different way I teach and coach. I used to think that I needed to be very extroverted and high energy, but that's just not me. I've learned to get comfortable with my more understated energy. And what's interesting is that so many clients end up telling me that they're drawn to my calm, grounded presence. So often, the thing we're trying to cover up or change is the thing that clients love about us. If there are other coaches or business owners or really anyone out in the world who you admire, instead of trying to be like them... Feel into what part of them you see in yourself. This is a way to notice your gifts and the special energy that you bring. As I mentioned, another reason people hire you is because they want your unique take on things. Clients want your recommendations. They want your biases. They want your opinions. And it's actually sometimes the most opinionated coaches who really put a stake in the ground and take a stand for what they believe in who attract the most clients. This sometimes means sharing things that go against popular opinion. Remember that your potential clients can find information anywhere, but you're going to get hired because of your unique perspective. So if you've ever thought, why would someone hire me when there are so many books on the topic you help clients with? Why wouldn't someone just buy a book for $15 instead of working with me? The reason is partly because there are so many books and too much information and most of it conflicts with each other. People are overwhelmed and they don't know which direction to go. But when they find a trusted source like you who they connect with, they're going to want your take on things. And we see this all the time when our clients start sharing content, whether that's in talks, on social media, or one-on-one with people. And they start giving their opinions and giving their take on things. That's when clients start to come out of the woodwork. One of the things that can be really tempting is to be neutral and not really claim a clear perspective or a take on things. And the more neutral you try to be, the less attractive you're actually going to be to your potential clients. So the more that you can give your opinions, your unique viewpoint on the information that you're teaching, the more that you're going to get hired and the more that you're going to get raved about. Your perspective or take on things is what I call your unique message. If you're a newer coach, you may not feel totally clear on your message. So let's talk about how you can start to gain clarity on this. You might want to grab a journal or open up a Google Doc and take some notes. Start with the results that your ideal clients want. What are the main results that they want that you help them with? Do you help them with stress and mood? Do you help them with alleviating symptoms from an autoimmune condition? Do you help them with their relationship with food? What do you focus on helping your clients with? Go ahead and jot that down. And if you're not yet clear about what you wanna focus on with your clients, I recommend going back and listening to episode number two, which is all about how to specialize to stand out. Once you have the results your clients want, There are some key questions that you want to ask yourself, and you can jot these down. Question number one is, what do you believe is the path for your clients to get these results? And this will likely have a few different elements, and it's probably a combination of things, not just one thing. You can think of these things as the foundation of the work you do with clients, the big chunks that you focus on. And when you're answering this one, forget about what other people say and forget about what your clients think may be true, because often clients have misconceptions about what they need to do to get the results they want. That's actually part of why they may be struggling. For a coach who works with clients on mystery symptoms that they haven't been able to get to the bottom of, addressing gut health may be one of the foundations they believe needs to be addressed. I'll give you an example for myself. I obviously help health coaches consistently get clients, and I believe the first step on the path to achieve this is to have a specialty or a niche that you love and feel excited about. That is the foundation. Without it, it's nearly impossible to have a successful business long-term. So for me, it's one of the key elements. So what do you believe is the path for your clients to get the results they desire? If you want, you can pause the episode and do some journaling before continuing on. Question number two is, what's something you do differently than many other coaches in the field? Let's say that you work with clients who desire weight loss. Maybe you do deep inner work on their relationship with food and their relationship with their body. For me, one thing I do differently is that I don't just teach strategy. I also work with our clients on the inner work, working with fear, worry, and any resistance that may come up. A lot of coaches will teach to just push through the resistance and fear, but that really doesn't work. So I help our clients do that inner work so they can actually move forward and have fun and ease and confidence in their business and not feel like they're pushing up against something. Because you can have the best strategies in the world But if the fears and resistance aren't being addressed, it's going to be a struggle. So that's an example of something that I do that's my Amy way of doing things. So what's something you do differently? And of course, it's fine if there are other coaches who also do the thing or things that you write down, but it will likely be something that's not the mainstream way. Question number three is, what unconventional wisdom do you have to share about how your clients can get the results they desire? Unconventional wisdom means something that's different from what's on the magazine covers, headlines, or the most popular books that are out there. Here's an example from one of our former clients, Isla Rain, who works with women who are experiencing painful periods. Isla talks about what most people think causes period pain is gluten, sugar, and coffee. And what actually causes it are things like gut health issues, blood sugar dips and spikes, chronic stress and inflammation, among other things. One piece of unconventional wisdom I share is that you don't need to use social media, Facebook ads, or other time-consuming, complicated marketing strategies. And in fact, that free low-tech strategies work more quickly and with more consistency. So what unconventional wisdom do you have to share about how to get the results your clients desire? Last but not least, question number four is the flip side of number three, which is what conventional wisdom do you disagree with? An example might be that your clients think that eating keto is the solution to their struggles because it's become really popular and there's so much out there about following a keto diet. But you may have the perspective that eating keto is actually going to make things worse for them in the long run by causing disordered eating, social isolation that happens when we're on a restrictive diet, thyroid issues, et cetera. Talking about why keto is going to sabotage their results or is not the solution will draw attention to you because it's going to make them very curious because you're going against something that they're hearing a lot of positive things about. For me, some conventional wisdom I disagree with is that you should start a free Facebook group as a way to attract clients. Many years ago, this used to work well for coaches who had a good-sized audience. But what we've seen in recent years is that Facebook groups don't get you the traction the way they used to. A pro tip is to really talk about the conventional wisdom you disagree with. Do this wherever you're showing up, whether it's while giving talks, networking on social media or with referral partners, because people will really pay attention if you're out there going against the grain of what your ideal client is reading and hearing. As we wrap up this episode, remember that it's not the information itself that a client hires you for. It's your energy. It's you being yourself. And it's how you put your special twist on how your clients can get the results they want. Explore the questions I posed in this episode, and you'll have your unique message that you can use to magnetize your ideal clients to you even more easily. Use your answers to the questions as topics for talks, for emails, blog posts, social media, content, etc., to really stand out from the crowd and get more people hiring you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can find all the resources and links to free tools to help you build your business in the show notes directly under this audio. If you like this episode, go ahead and share it with your health coach friends. When you share, it really helps this community and it means the world to me. And be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button. So you'll always get my best business building tips as soon as they come out. Again, I want to thank you for being here with me today, and I will see you next week.